boys and girls and all the alphabets in between can't figure it out but they're figuring it out for us it's over we're the last of the mohicans the mark of the beast initiates are everywhere all over the country all over the world they're making its way through to make sure that you all get marked tracked and controlled allowed to do what they're telling you you're going to be doing all with the qr code and then eventually the mark of the beast so enjoy the ride boys and girls they're killing us softly with his song living in china i'm used to cashless payments using qr codes and even facial recognition technology and now i can even pay with my bare hands on may 21st Chinese tech giant Tencent officially released its WeChat Palm payment feature. I'm going to try out on a subway ride at Dashing Airport Express Line. Let's go. First, I have to register my palm print on a designated device, linking it to my payment information. Then I need to hold my hand over the scanner at the turnstile with a green ring, which will trigger an automatic payment through my WeChat account. And just like that, I'm in. The whole palm payment experience was smooth. Even though palm payment is mostly limited to transportation for the time being, in future it could be adopted by stores, restaurants, and many other venues. According to Tencent, the new feature is designed to make payments more accessible, especially for the elderly and people with disabilities. However, it is also raising security concerns among people who fear the biometric data could be hacked. I consulted an expert on the issue. Palm print recognition is a relatively safe method because, firstly, as a new technology, fabricating palm prints is not widely researched. Secondly, the technology captures palm prints and vein patterns, making the data more difficult to copy. At the moment, it enjoys both the convenience and low-cost advantages of facial recognition, as well as the privacy of palm print recognition. However, Song said other factors need to be considered if the technology is going to be a success. For recently developed biometrics like palm prints, eye and voice recognition technology, the user experience might not be as smooth as that of facial recognition. So its future promotion also depends on the company's constant efforts to make the product more user-friendly. <laughs> This is very strange. Like this is Whole Foods Market. You scan your stuff in your bag, right? So you can't even walk in the Whole Foods unless you go through this machine. I need my own QR code. Yeah, it's like the, the, the Wi-Fi or whatever it is to scan your products. Wow, and this is the and it's with Amazon. Whole Foods and Amazon are requiring us to enter. 
She has her own QR code to get in. I'm Hal Bryce. Today I want to share one of the coolest marketing things I've seen in quite a while. This is a case study from Tesco out of Korea. Now Tesco is that big global retailer based in England, but they actually operate all around the world. Their stores in Korea, however, were struggling because their main competitor outstored them by a large margin and they couldn't build stores fast enough to catch up. So they asked themselves the question, how can we become number one without having to build stores? And their answer was to create virtual stores. Take a look at this. What they did was that they put in these Korean subways, these virtual stores that were basically flat billboards, and it looked like a grocery store. While they're waiting for their train to come in, customers walk up to the store and punch a picture of the product they want with their QR code that's on each product. Uh, that goes into their shopping cart on their phone, which then is in turn sent to Tesco. And by the time they get home from work, right behind them comes the guy from Tesco with their products. It really takes a lot of stress out of shopping and it allows them to take time, which would be normally dead time, and actually turn it into productive time. So that's just a sample of where the world of smartphones and things like QR codes are going. few years, many restaurants have started replacing physical menu cards with digital menus that are operated through a QR code. But some customers are comfortable operating them. Many others feel the classic physical menu card is integral to the dining out experience. The menu card has been an integral part of the restaurant experience since the yesteryears. The prices on it may have gone up tenfold. But depending on where one goes out for a meal, the experience can range from a detailed menu with a wine list and well-informed server to some misspelled items on the side of a food van. However, there is a second alternative that has become increasingly popular in the last few years. And that is the absence of the physical menu altogether. Now, ever since the pandemic began, a lot of restaurants shifted to QR codes, which you scan with your mobile phone, and they take you to a digital menu on the restaurant's website. And if you're ordering at home, of course, all the delivery apps have online menus, uh, which you scan through and order. Uh, now, all that was fine at the peak of COVID because, you know, um, you had to avoid uh, contact with shareable physical material. But the fact that a lot of restaurants are still sticking with it, that goes way beyond just hygiene. Changing prices and items at the click of a button as opposed to reprinting and cutting out the cost of printing altogether are at the top of a list that can go into all sorts of diplomatic justifications like following a COVID protocol that isn't at all mandatory. But no matter how tech-savvy the food and beverage sector gets, browsing through a printed menu card and reading well-written introductions to each dish is an irreplaceable appertive. Mariam Reshi would know. She has been observing the good, bad and improvable aspects of restaurants for close to four decades. They used to be made with a lot of love. They used to be individual. People used to steal menu cards. I used to steal them myself when I was in college in the 1970s, I must admit. There are a flood of um, uh, people getting allergic to various things. So you actually have to ask uh, a server, you have to ask somebody in the restaurant space whether so-and-so thing has any allergens and then carry on. But then like when you are just looking at it online, it won't show anything at all. Even though delivery apps with online versions of menus are the popular choice for home delivery, a lot of local restaurants still continue to print pamphlets that also accompany the morning newspaper for the few that still prefer to call and order in. 
There are also those who do not feel comfortable using a QR code at restaurants, possibly because they do not choose to own a smartphone or are simply against the idea of replacing a physical menu. Finding the middle ground is key here. I believe a hybrid model is is what it should be. Uh, the choice should be given. If you feel as a restaurant it cuts your cost, sure, but keep a few copies of your physical menu as well. Uh, give the choice. I mean, if you're giving so many choices in terms of what you can eat, give them the choice of how they can order as well. If you want to say, no, we're going to have QR codes, we're not going to have um, physical menus, you are telling a certain kind of customer, look, we don't want you to so get out. And sooner or later, they're going to get out. And that's when you begin realizing that it's not their funeral, it's yours. As restaurants seem to be paying heed to that, the workforce at prints and designs menus can be at ease, at least for the foreseeable future. I heard you sang a song I heard you had a style And so I came to see her To listen for a while Right on. 